Okay, this is Danny Pate interviewing Aaron Vail for the book My First Pony. Aaron, tell me about your first pony. Well, I would almost say I had a couple first ponies. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, my very first pony was Miss Pickle, um, and she was kind of a, a gray and white paint. I don't know if that's a real thing, but that's what the the, the pictures are black and white, so that's what right. I, that's what uh, I see now. Um, and that was basically when I was really young, kind of a lead line pony, and she was a. My parents used to turn her out in the arena because that's the only extra turnout space they had. And my parents weren't very smart because they used to tie the gate shut with like a with a leather lead shank or something and the pony would chew it chew through it and she'd get out um and so then they'd have to go around town looking for (laughs) and this didn't happen once like this was a regular occurrence that my Uh pony was missing for a day or two (laughs) pickles Um, were gone yeah miss pickles was gone but um my my next first pony kind of when i really started i was old enough to ride I, i was eight years old and my mom was working for Los Colinas in Dallas, Texas, and um, Irving, Texas. So that's where you're from. That's where I'm from. Yep, that Texas Dallas area. And uh, they had a originally they were just kind of a a Western outfit and all that. And they had a they started an English um, section, and my mom became the trainer for that. And they had a a horse that it was a pony but it would you know wasn't good enough for whatever raining or whatever right. kind of western stuff they did and the pony's name was lass l-a-s sassy s-a-s-s-y and uh so i that kind of became became my pony and he was quite a good jumper had a real good set of knees but i mean i was only eight years old and uh I was fairly successful on him showing. We'd go to the hunter-jumper horse shows in Texas. And by the time I got proficient enough to be real competitive, um, we got um, protested on size, and they measured us, and we were we were, we were a little closer to 14.3 than 14.2. So right. we got kicked out of the pony division. <laughs> oh, well, did you have so, a trainer at the time? Uh, well, my mother. Yeah, my mother was, was the trainer at that point. So um, those were really my first first ponies. How did you go on to the horses? When did you start riding um, horses and who helped you along? Boy, it wasn't, you know, I showed kind of once I got kicked out of the pony division <laughs> there. It, um, I probably wouldn't have been. 10 11 years old and my mom sent me to um fredericksburg horse show with colonel russell um to look at a couple horses um and, and again I'm, I'm you know so long ago i'm i'm in an age range there and and i went to i went to look at these horses i, I can't even remember my mom didn't come to the show she sent me was I, I can't even remember who took me went to Fredericksburg, Texas, which was a great, they never even had paramutual racing, betting in, right. in Texas for the racing, but the horse show was at, at a fairgrounds, you know, way out in kind of middle of nowhere in the center field of a, of a training racetrack, and um, I showed the horses, and back then, I mean, you only had one class a day in each division, so I showed the horses for 
for three days of Friday, Saturday, Sunday horse show. And by Sunday, oh man, I can't even remember the name of the other horse, but I got I got third place in the stake on 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 one horse, and the other horse, um, and it has a nice old kind of flea bitten gray mare, real sweet and all that. And the other horse stopped, threw me off, <laughs> um, ran ran out of the uh, ran out of the arena, ran jumped the inside rail of the racetrack, jumped the outside rail of the racetrack back to the stables, and uh, I I don't know how exact she was five or six year old thoroughbred mare. This was back in the days when that's all we had in America was thoroughbreds. Yeah, that was the thing. You know, and, uh, you, you know, like, my mom bought me a horse after the show. It was not the horse that I was third on in the stake. She bought me the horse I fell off of. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that didn't discourage you. Um, no. So, yeah, it was quite, quite, quite a fun journey. You know, I think, I think, um... After I got the horse, a month or so later, we had a barn horse show, and we had another another refusal at a fence, and then the horse kind of reared over. Um, you know, my barn, my, my mom ran the barn, right. so you know this was great advertising in front of the customers. Mm-hmm. And uh, but and, and at, a, at another schooling horse show, when we were doing a little bit better by now, you know, a few months on down the road. And we went in an undersaddle class, and I remember I, I was fifth place. And I went to take my ribbon, <clears throat> and you know the arenas back then. You know we were showing on a grass field, and just had those, you know, triangle flags. You know, <laughs> what was the arenas right mm-hmm. um, staked off? And I went to take my fifth place ribbon out of the undersaddle class, and they hand me the ribbon and. We've got a little history on this mare already, and she spooked. She was very scared of the ribbon, and she started running <laughs> right right through the flags of the no. arena. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> this like, you can't make this stuff up, um, you know. And then kind of it was, you know, kind of we were out in country that had been probably bare cut a few years before, so now it was kind of all scrub brush, which you know little tiny trees that were you know eight or ten foot tall and finally she got deep enough into the to the brush that she couldn't she couldn't keep running so that that's what saved me i'm in the middle of this quick interview here honey lola one two three Okay, they won't, we'll cut that out. We got to add it. You're going to type it all out, so uh-huh. it's no big deal. So you called her up, and uh, what'd you do with her? How'd she end up? Um, well, you know, about a, about a year later, I was state champion in the junior hunters in in Texas with, with her. her. That's yep, amazing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the mare's name was Storyteller, and uh, even for a for a young horse, you know, like she was white. She was more of a white gray. She never right. was was a dapple, even though. We bought her as a five-year-old, but yeah, ended up state champion in Texas in the in the junior hunters, three foot six, was champion. You know, first show. You know, back then we only had limit hunters, and when you won six blues, you were into the junior hunters. And I was champion at my first show um, when I got out of limits in the juniors, and um, 
I guess there was another horse show earlier in our career with that mare. Um, we're in Waco, which was a fun place to show, at least mentally for me back then. Um, but I was showing in the in the uh, pre-green hunters against the, all the professional riders, and uh, I won the first class in the pre-green. That was a there, there weren't nearly as many divisions as there are now yeah. today. And that was a fairly important division, and I won the first class. And then the next day I won the won the class again. And, and I was all, God, I'd, I'd just give both classes back if I could win the state class. That was $100, you right. know. That's big and, money uh, back Oh, then, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. We're talking, uh-huh. you know, 1977, 78, yeah. somewhere in that area. And uh, sure enough, uh, I won the state. I won all three all three classes and was champion you know, against all the professionals there um the star is born oh uh, well i don't know if a star is born oh, but yeah you come on but um way. you know the kind of kind of a funny that was that was the first horse that really you know other than my lead line pony that last sassy was my first pony but storyteller was my first horse but right. it's kind of i was still young enough that it could have been my first pony really when did you go from there? How did you end up in Camden? I heard you worked for Judy Young. Well, I, I rode schooled in, with her. Yeah, rode I mean, I rode her. in Texas until you know, got until my late teens, like last junior year. I went up to Rhode Island and I rode for Paul Vallier my last junior season. Um, How did you do up there? Um, did well. I was end up second in the in the McClay finals. I'd already. Some, um, USET and McClay finals. Um, I'd been I'd been second in the medal finals a few years before that, um, but had a good time up there. Um, and then uh, I'd gone back to back to Texas after that. Got kind of homesick and uh, rode for for Dennis Mitchell, who I'd done some riding for as a kid. Uh, I did some riding for him that that winter. It's kind of my my second year out of juniors. We went to Arizona, and then uh, that spring after that, um, I got a call from actually Dennis gave me the message. Um, the Alan Smith had been riding for for Roger and Judy, and he left and quit riding for them, so they needed a rider. So um, I kind of went just on a trial basis, just to do a couple, uh, one or two shows that they had a bunch of horses entered at and ended up staying there for a while and then i lived in the carolinas for about 20 years yeah, after that that's when i started saying you were uh, riding uh-huh. andre King's yep, horses yep. Mm-hmm. and uh, she what your first good jumper that you started winning some grand prix on um was that for the youngs or for andre um, andrea boy then i guess maybe it was it was past the youngs you know they were more of a sale barn at the time right. so just you know any any time i always wanted to focus on jumpers so they they mostly did hunters so anytime a jumper was in i was i was excited because right. you know that's what i wanted to do um but so eventually that you know too much hunters didn't didn't suit me so i moved on and uh then uh probably the first I can't. I'm trying to remember which horse came first. Um, had to have been. Mm, well, kind of goes back to back to the old days. Very similar story. 
um, uh, you know, we bounced around with this horse and that horse, nothing, nothing real good. And then, um, there was a horse showed up in Ocala. Somebody shipped it up to Amos Spadone from McLean, actually, or Barney. This was back in the days. Right. This is a long time ago. So Barney had shipped this horse up to, um, he must have took it in trade or something on a deal. And, uh, sent this horse up to to Amel and uh horse threw Amel Spadone off in a meter 10 class and then you know like two three days later Andrea was talking to Amel well, what happened to that horse and he'd shipped it back to Palm Beach to, Am- to Barney well next thing you know you got it it's, <laughs> I've got <laughs> he's back he's back and, and I've got him and uh you know, he he was, um, you know, had a bit of a stop in him, but but I got got to a point where he understood me pretty well, and we knocked around in some Grand Prix here and there, and and he did fairly well, and and uh, even a bit after I after I'd kind of had him for a long time, um, we we had a couple of good shows in the fall in 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 that area up at duke and then you had a show the week after duke that had a grand prix and then there was a grand prix down in atlanta kind of that same weekend where you could do like three grand prix in uh in in two weeks and and i had a couple other better horses at at this point right but, but one of them was injured or something and you know and one day i was sitting there like who am I going to show in these classes? Because these were kind of important classes in our area. So I was like walking by the paddock, and there was my diamond. That was his name, and I'm like, "Well, looks like it's going to be you, buddy." <laughs> I hadn't even thought it had never Probably come to mind, but I was walking back, and uh, I think he, I think he ended up winning two of those, and he like he was first in in the the duke grand prix and he was fourth in the second one there up up in uh up in raleigh the next week and on and that was on a friday night and then you could get you could get to atlanta in time for the 24-hour check-in and he and he won the one in atlanta so about that um yeah so that was kind of kind of fun you know and he wasn't even my best horse and he and he had never had a stretch like that Mm -hmm. but um that that was fun and probably the next best a better horse than that was a horse called Mafito was a thoroughbred and I remember like showing my diamond and some other horses I had and a nice old lady uh Nancy oh what was Nancy's name my lord oh, Shiza um gal from Pennsylvania nice old lady and always had horses at the in Ocala and all that and she had Mafito and he'd always you know be he'd always beat you and he got stopping with her and uh i asked her one one time you know like i need a horse and he got stopping with her and i talked to her and she said okay i'll you know i'll sell him to you and it was twenty five thousand, which ironically was the same price that my diamond cost but um, I didn't I didn't have that much money, so I made her a deal to give her seventy five hundred, 
and 10% of the prize money he won until I paid him off. Right. And uh, these were, this was before the banks were, um, you know, so computerized and all that. Because I didn't have 7500 either, but I knew the bank would cover the check. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. <laughs> so I basically wrote a hot check for the down payment. Uh-huh. The bank covered it, um, you know, and I, I think... That's a he, good story. He got winning quick enough that it, that it wasn't too long but before he got paid off, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, she got her 10% along the way and all that, so it worked out great. And He had a good time. I ended up, you know, even placing in a World Cup qualifier with him. And, That's amazing. And I yeah. probably won 12 Grand Prix. With, he, he was a super, super horse. Yeah. What happened to him? Um, you know, he, he re- retired with me. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he went until until his wheels wore out so um retired in the field and had a happy life yeah that's good i'm glad that uh which, every story i've interviewed people that they retire their best which yeah i mean around. you know e- even to this day our you know our, our good horses you know we we keep them they 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 live it out in the field at home and when did the, how long did you stay in camden when did you what year did you come to uh you moved to Ocala? Uh, probably about 15 years ago now which i can't i couldn't tell what, what, you know, so that's early, you know, mid oh five, oh six, oh seven, somewhere, that's somewhere when you in that area. Out on your own. That's yep, yep, when you came that's, to Ocala. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, and what was who was your best horse in when you started doing um, that? Um, I don't know. It was a long time till I got my best horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you won a two hundred Grand Prix. So that's uh-huh. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yep. that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. And I know you and Don have partnered up with some nice yep, horses. Yeah, Because I interviewed Don for this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. uh that's pretty good. What uh, you just a couple of weeks ago, you were first and third in the Grand Prix here at WEC. Yeah, yeah, that's what, correct. Who were those horses? Um, what were their names? Those are some horses that I have um, some clients own. Actually, those which mm-hmm. I've got probably eight horses that probably jump Grand Prix, and those are the only two that I don't own right. myself. Yeah, I own a lot of. I try to own most of them myself, mm-hmm. but I've got a couple of clients that have been with me a long time and. I'm, I'm not opposed to to them owning a horse mm-hmm. for me at this point. Well, that's good. It's uh, I see you uh, riding a lot of your own horses. Mm-hmm. What was one of your best horses that you have now? Um, best horse I have right now is Elusive. Um, he's probably turning 14 this year. I bought him as a six-year-old. He was second in the six-year-old finals here in the U.S. and he won the seven-year-old finals. And then my wife. I originally bought him for my wife. He also cost twenty five thousand. That like, crazy. That's like, like, that's just like the number. old days. Yeah, but but he was number. a real green. You know, just turning six year old early in the six year old season. You know, he maybe done two three horse shows. Um, but um, then my wife showed him a few years, and then here it hits. They decided to give away a whole lot of money one year, and I really didn't have any Grand Prix horses at the time and this is probably a I, I you know I've kind of had a, a real good run since that time and this is probably my, my wife Mallory said you know because I jumped him here and there in a, in a national Grand Prix and she said you know they got a lot of prize money this year coming to Ocala you ought to try elusive in the Grand Prix mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like well I'm too big for him and I end up Said okay, I'll do it. And on New Year's Day, I went on a diet, and I ended up. I've probably lost forty pounds, which I've kept off since then. And uh, 
he won a bundle of money then and the next year and I took him to World Cup finals and you know he's he's just short of winning a million dollars right That's now. That's amazing. That really so, is amazing um, for you know, to win, win uh-huh. And uh what's his uh what's his next show coming up um, for him? I don't know. I I may jump him this week here at WEC or I may go to Wellington next week for the five star. Um you know, I try to not overshow him and because he can also jump bigger shows than than we have here so right um you know how about the nation's cup um well you've got to get selected to a team for that Mm -hmm. so have you been on the team um a couple times yeah years ago you know it's Mm -hmm. been been a while since i've had the right horse that matched all that but my string is coming together where maybe that before i get too old we might get to do that a few more times like you said we're just babies Mm mm-hmm Aaron, what uh, advice do you have for young professionals coming up in this Work. Game? W-O-R-K. Pick up a rake. Clean a bridle. Anything you do to get an opportunity. Because that's all it is, you know. If you're if you're too good to pick up a rake or a pitchfork or a, or a sponge, somebody that has the means to give you an opportunity is not going to. So you know, ride ride the tough horse, or you know the what is your ever horse that in the barn that they ask you to ride that isn't the fun horse. Ride it with a smile, clean the stall, clean the bridles, whatever. Because you know the 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 people that do the extra mile go the extra mile with a smile on their face are the ones that get the opportunity and you know absolutely talent talent's wonderful but unless somebody that has the horses and access to the horses and all that unless they like you (laughs) well you they're not going to give you give you an opportunity you know so i'm 54 years old and I was fixing fence boards here before. Just just took a shower after fixing fences today before I come for this charity thing we're doing here tonight. Tell me about on my your day daughter. off. It's, on my day yeah, off. Yeah, that's your day off, right? Uh-huh. It, but it's a labor of love. I've never considered you know. a galloping horse. And, and or the other, the other, the other quick little thing I'll say, you know, to young professionals, you know, buy a house, buy a farm. You know, one once you get going, you know, don't just. I've got a nice car. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about the car first. Worry, buy, buy something that's going to have some value later in your life. Right. You know, don't just live the lifestyle because mm-hmm. it's a, there. you know, there's a lot of atmosphere and party after the show and all mm-hmm. that. But, but worry about long-term things. No, you never worry about you're at you know, when you're at that point, worker. you know. And uh, what's your daughter? How's she doing now? In um, well, she's, she's nine and she's, you know, almost jumping the meters with her you know we're we're about to start in the meters here soon with her ponies um and she wants to jump higher she wants to go faster like her daddy and she wants to she wants to know what the prize is because she she wants the prize Uh uh-huh well thank you very much for your time uh and and uh good luck this weekend and hopefully i'll see you in uh, thanks so much week